0: Your Weekly Devo Podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 143. Hope you are enjoying your new year here in 2021. uh, Sometimes you ever think back, I mean, as a kid, I never thought I mean not that I thought I was going to die Young or anything but the idea of like 2021 it felt so like futuristic Right I remember as a kid I used To watch the Jetsons You know and I remember thinking like oh my gosh A phone where you could like Talk to somebody You can see their video over it That's crazy You know And now it's like Just normal Like in fact In this year I feel like more of us Have done that Than we've actually Talked to people in person And uh, it's so interesting to me As I think about 2021 It sounds so like sci-fi you know it's like something of the future so star trekky you know <laughs> something like that so it's interesting as you sit back and you realize as a kid like that felt like you know 2021 would have felt like some far off you know mystical place that you would have never achieved or never shown up when in reality like, it's not unreasonable. I'm 43. So it's not out of question that I was going to make it uh, that long. So but anyway, I was just thinking about it this week. I was like, it's so weird to think like 2021. It just feels so far out there. It feels like otherworldly in some way. But anyway, hope it's going well for you. I hope that uh, you are setting yourself up for success in this new year. I always find it interesting with New Year's resolutions. Um, I'm not a big fan of them, meaning not that I don't think it's good to set goals and all that kind of stuff. I just think so often, I I think of it like this, when I, uh, I'm like, ai go to the wall. I'm like, I'm like an 11 on, on things that I do. And so I remember like, I hate running, like I hate it. And so I decided when I was going to start running that I would just, you know, I'm going to try to do a mile. And then in a month I'm going to try to do a mile and a half. And then in two months, I'm going to try to do a mile and three quarters. You know, it's like I decided to pace myself and it actually worked out. Most often what how I've kind of run and managed my life is I just was like, I'm going to be a five mile a runner right off the bat. And I just set myself up for failure. So I I hope uh, a part of your plan for 2021 is not busying yourself, but slowing down a little bit pace yourself. Pace is a really, really important thing. Are you outpacing where God actually has you? Because for some of you, he might be just like, slow down, sit down, listen. I've got something really beautiful I want to teach you in 2021. But if you're busying yourself with all these things and all these checkboxes, you might, might, might just be missing what he has for you this year. So, Maybe that's a a little bit of an encouragement, a challenge for you uh, as you go into this brand new year. So uh, thank you for those of you who continue to listen, subscribe, and share this with your friends on social media and just in public. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, dot com forward slash Front Porch Confessional, can't thank you enough for all of your support. It means a lot to me. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Uh, really, really love doing this and really love what God's been teaching me. And I really love that we seem to be learning and growing together. Um, that's pretty cool. So uh our passage for today is a major prophet. Uh his name is Isaiah, and we're gonna go in Isaiah 30, verse 15. Really love this verse. He says this: For thus says the Lord God, the holy one of Israel. That's usually when you hear that, you're like, uh-oh, get ready. He says this. In returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and in trust shall be your strength. But you were unwilling. For thus says the Lord, I'll repeat it. For thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and in trust shall be your strength. But you were unwilling. Um, I... I I've uh, come to understand that from most of my married life, my wife has been trying to care for me. Um, but I have uh, kind of seen that as a very annoying thing. You know, like go to the doctor. Like, no, I don't know if I want to do that. And then come to find out, like, you know, I'm going to have to have surgery on my foot. So a couple weeks ago, uh, my neighbor, uh, she uh, got her husband this awesome grill for Christmas. And this you know, like ceramic awesome girl for Christmas but she had it in her garage and she wanted me to move it to our garage and, I, and so she's like can you help and I was like yeah no big deal so we get over there it's super heavy and the kids are like hey you know I think we should get a dolly I'm like it's no big deal Patty's like I don't think you should lift that thing and I was like it's no big deal I mean it's heavy but between the three boys we can pick it up and put it in the back of the car it's no big deal she's like I don't think this is a good idea I'm like it's fine stop worrying it's no big deal I'm a big strong man so I bend down I tell myself and I told the boys make sure you use your knees So I bend down, I grab this thing, and I push up with all my legs. And the moment I do that, uh, because I still don't know how to lift things correctly, I pulled a muscle in my back, which to this day is still pulled. Which means as I sit here in this seat, I'm in a decent amount of pain and have been for the last two weeks uh, because I chose once again to not listen to my wife. This is what's happening in this passage, this is what's going on. And as I would I would say this, uh, uh, the core sin, as, a, as I've been processing through this particular passage and so many other passages and scriptures, the core sin for the vast majority of us is pride. And I, 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 I've given you a, if you've listened to this podcast, uh, you can go back. I have given you many podcasts where I have confessed this sin in my life. Right, it's pride. It's this thing where it becomes all about us, what we want, what we think should happen. Now, uh, we don't like to admit that. Like we, we're not like we, we're not like people to admit that we have pride. We're like, no, 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 never, 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 not, not me. Like I'm not a prideful person, but it is. It's true. It's really, really true. And if you look back over the course of your life, and you looked at the destruction behind you, most often. Most often, pride is the thing that is feeling that. And it makes sense, right? Like if you actually sit down and you actually slow down, it makes sense that pride would be the thing that does that. And if you think about it, if you think about it biblically, it takes you all the way back to Genesis 3. In the Garden of Eden, mankind had a choice. Follow God's good plan. He loves us. He created everything and he said it was good. Just follow his plan or pridefully pursue after your own own desires. And what did humanity pick? We chose our own desires. We chose what we wanted. We wanted to be God. This is the lie that Satan pitched us and we rejected God's good plan and we took Satan's plan. We ate the apple, we sinned and we fractured all that was good. This passage in Isaiah and most of the book of Isaiah uh, is a rebuke, a very, very, very painful rebuke. Isaiah, the prophet who is speaking on behalf of God is laying out the truth of what was available and what is actually happened. So here you have in this particular passage, what, what was available, what he was offering to us, what he wants to give to us, but what actually is happening, what's actually going on as a result of rejecting that. You know, the whole book, the whole book of Isaiah is a painful reminder of who we are at our core and the devastation that follows. The people, we are Israel. We are the people of Israel. This is our story. You know, it's kind of like this. It's like a loving parent You know, who have kind of like released their son and daughter into a prodigal pursuit. If you can imagine in your mind, the prodigal son, that story, you know, where he leaves the father to go, he takes his money and he goes pursues after everything he wants, even though it's not best for him. He's going to go do that. It's like as, as, as loving parents, maybe some of you are parents listening to this and you, maybe, you know, this pain, this hurt, Right and you and you release them to go do that and you know it's going to go bad like you just know it as parents because you've got enough but you this prideful pursuit that your kids go on and you just break and your heart is just oh because you know what's going to happen this is the book of Isaiah because this is what's he's trying Isaiah is trying to communicate to the people This is what you've done. And this is how you've gotten yourself into this place. There is reminders of why they got themselves in this place. And also in Isaiah is uh, a revelation of a future rescue. Like that's a part of it as well. And it's interesting. What I desire most in my life, like if I think back right now, like what do I desire in my life right now? What do I desire? You know, I'm 43. what do I really desire in my life? And I think it's so interesting. <laughs> I've never had this in my life, but I, I can truly say it's true right now. I just desire rest, right? And, 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 and salvation. And, and yet these are the things, you know, that, that Isaiah is like, he's offered these to us. He's, he's given these to us. I wonder if you're like me. I wonder if you're like, you know what I just want right now? I just want rest. I, I want rescue, I want rest and I want rescue. You know, these things have always been available to us, but we continue to run and resist them. This is the painful declaration that, that Isaiah is making here. And, and, and here's what he's trying to say is all you want is, is available for you. All you desire, all we desire All you desire is available to you. But here's where the rebuke comes in. This is what Isaiah is like. Everything that you desire, all that you want is available to you. But here's the rebuke. But you were and are unwilling. This is the rebuke. You were unwilling. We have been unwillingly, unwilling to follow the plan of the Lord. We've been unwilling to give up on our pride and follow wholly after him. Like we've been unwilling to do that. We've been unwilling to receive his care. Unwilling. We have been unwilling to receive his provision. And ultimately we have been unwilling to receive his love. This is the rebuke. It's almost like a parent going, I tried I want to give you everything, but you keep running away from what's best for you. All of our pain and all the chaos in this world is as a direct result of being unwilling to obediently follow after what God has for us. This is what Romans is talking about. Like if you get to Romans 6.23, what Romans is trying to talk about is this. It says, the wages of sin is death. Why? Because we are unwilling, because we have been unwilling to follow the ways of the Lord. And God wants to liberate us to life. He wants to liberate us to life. And he wants to, wants to continue to release us into, his, into what he has for us. He desires that. He's like, come on, go after it. But we have been unwilling to release our plants and follow after him. You see, this is this moment where we get to pause. And this is where we get a fuller picture of what actually happened on the cross. You see, we ran away from God while God ran to us. How beautiful, how undeserved. But what will be our response to this amazing reality? What is our response? Will we choose pride? We go, no, 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 my way, what I think is best. Will we choose after that? Or will we really choose Christ? Will we re- receive his grace and his mercy and his rest and his salvation? Or we w- will we continue to be unwilling, unwilling to lay down our pride, to humble ourselves? And follow after Jesus, this is what he's calling and commissioning us to do, because salvation is available to those who abandon pride and adopt Jesus as life. So the question is this: what are you unwilling to let go of in order to hold on to Christ? I, I just hope that that you really think through that. I, I've just been like broken over that question. What am I holding onto? There's so many things. I've been through a lot, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of disappointment. What am I holding onto more than I'm holding onto Christ and really repenting of those things? So this is what we do. I'm going to pray here in just a second, and maybe you would just stop and you're going to have your own prayer, but Father God, I want you. I want your way. What your plan. I don't want to be unwilling to follow after you. I want to be fully willing to submit myself to the plans you have for my life, for your glory. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you your own you.